Hi guys, and welcome back to the podcast. We are going to be doing something a little bit different today. We're just going to be doing a little mini episode. I wanted to pick Alyssa's brain about meditation and her meditation process and her journey with all of that. I don't personally practice this meditation it's not something that I've really been able to do in the past I've always really been interested in it so um, just a heads up I'm probably going to be asking more questions rather than speaking during this episode the floor is mostly Alyssa's yeah that's awesome no I'm super excited to talk about it um, you know with what Joy mentioned with her experience not everybody can just become attuned to meditating really quickly. Um, And I think that's something that people disregard about it, which if you're still not able to do it, that's completely fine, it's normal, but um, meditation is like a muscle that has to be trained. So of course, if you're trying forever, it's not working, it's not something that you enjoy, it's not for you, it's totally fine. Um, But it is important to know that you're not going to be able to focus and zone in and get everything that you want to get out of it during your first or 10th time uh, doing it, you know, so I just wanted to start by saying that as like a bit of a disclaimer, but um, yeah, you know, I'm super excited to talk about this topic and I think that something I can say to start off the conversation which is maybe one of the most important parts of meditation is that thoughts are so normal to be intruding and to be coming into your mind while you're trying to do this and you're trying to quiet your mind maybe a little bit. Um, Yeah. It's so hard on yourself and unrealistic to be sitting in complete silence and be like, why am I thinking? I shouldn't be thinking right now. You're a human being. That's literally me. Yeah. Every single time I've tried to meditate or even at the end of like a yoga class when they do the little meditation, I can't get my brain to shut up. It's like <laughs> in the in the moments where I need silence is when my brain is like the most active and it's so frustrating for me because I want to meditate and like be in that state and like have all of the benefits of it but I just have all of these intruding thoughts coming into my brain and then I literally am like getting frustrated because I can't stop thinking about them and then I'm thinking about how I'm frustrated and then I'm like why am I feeling angry right now I'm literally supposed to be feeling like so calm and peaceful Mm -hmm. so like personally that's like always been my struggle with meditating and I'm like gonna be completely honest I just fully gave up on it because every single time I was trying to do it I was just getting so so pissed off and like literally mad and frustrated that I couldn't do it and then I was like this is stupid like this is making me feel worse even talking about it right now like I'm literally getting mad because like meditating I just like I don't know maybe I need to do like a little meditation session with you in person or something because I like struggle so hard with that (laughs) No, no, for sure. Don't worry. I'd be down to do that. I've led a couple of uh, yoga classes before, actually, so we can definitely do that together. Um, But yeah, something that I want to stress, too, um, in regards to why it's mostly me that's going to be like talking in this topic is that I trained and practiced at meditating for like, I think, three years consistently. Um, 
Yeah, and, and I'll be honest, I'm not as consistent anymore, wow. but I am getting back into it in the last couple of weeks. Um, just because as we discussed in our latest episode or self-care episode, which you can check out um, if you'd like, I mentioned how I've had to change the type of self-care that I practice due to a lack yeah. of time. And yeah. I find that meditation for me is a great way to offset, um, you know, the amount of time and the amount of things around you or doing an activity or whatever. It It's really easy to do it wherever you are, um, whenever time it is. Uh, so yeah, we can definitely do that. Hopefully one day that'd be awesome. But, yeah, we yeah. can do it this, this winter. Yeah, 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 exactly. Joy and I are seeing each other in, I think, what is it, two months? or something yeah I'm so excited oh my god <laughs> I'm so excited <laughs> I can't even say how excited I am or else I'm gonna be talking about that for 30 minutes because <laughs> I can't wait so badly um that's actually though that's that's perfect because something that I was going to mention that uh can help when you're first starting out and you're starting to meditate is uh visualization is surprisingly because you'd think you're just trying to have nothing but no it's, it's the opposite mm -hmm. visualization is a huge uh, tool of value that you can use and I'm saying that with what we just said because me lately um, when I really need I'm doing a meditation because I'm not focused um, and I need to get in the zone and I need to remind myself of what I'm working toward um, I would do I'd be visualizing um this trip that's coming up for joy and I a lot and instantly just like that I'm suddenly able to get back to yeah. work where it was like I was struggling with it before um because I'm excited about that so so, so do you use meditation more as like a motivational thing or do you use it as like a form of like self-care like detoxing your mind and just like letting go of everything or is it like a combination of both or what mm -hmm. would you say that's yeah that's so interesting because I do either or there's no in the middle I'm either using it uh because I really need to decompress and I need to ground myself and I need to just slip back you know and sometimes you can get into all of these thoughts up here mm -hmm. about things that are going on and you just need to get back into your shoes I yeah. either do it for that purpose or um, the complete opposite, which is that I need to get kind of amped up and I need to get motivated for something because right. I've gotten back to it primarily because um, of school lately. And yes, there's a component of it of being stressed and being anxious and stuff. But me mostly, um, I would just be doing these, you know, huge spans of hours of working and I would use it to be like, okay. Like, let's check in right now. You're losing focus. You're not yeah. focusing as much. You're not retaining information anymore. I think you need a moment. And this I'm all saying to myself. I'm saying, I think you need a moment with yourself. And I think you need to bring value back into this situation that you're in to motivate you, which is what am I uh, doing this for? So yeah. meditation, as much as it's primarily a way to ground and to decompress, which is maybe the best way to go about it, but it's so personal. Uh, for me, I really use it a lot to just as like a mental check-in because um, it's like you can think about it in a way that just like closing your eyes and being with yourself is like you're back in your room, like you're back yeah. in your mental space with yourself and that's yeah. where you can relax, find safety, find comfort in 
reassess and then be able to go back into the external world yeah and speaking of like the reassessment part like I don't know if I would generally like consider this a form of meditation for myself but I Mm -hmm. know like for myself personally I don't meditate in maybe the same sense that you do and like what people think of when they think of meditation which is like someone like sitting like cross-legged like just like eyes closed like thinking (laughs) about their entire life but Mm -hmm. I do have a little bit of a process of kind of mentally tuning in and like it this sounds weird but like stepping out of my physical body and looking at myself as a person mentally and physically and I Mm -hmm. kind of will just like like reevaluate things and assess myself almost as if like I'm a different person so like I will be fully blind and be like she's a sloppy mess in these areas she's doing great in these areas she needs to pay attention to this her freaking mental state right now is crumbling (laughs) like I will like step out of my own like body kind of mentally and like look at myself as if I'm like in the third person and just evaluate and pick apart everything good and bad and then once I do that I feel like I know a lot more about myself and what's going on in that general moment and the steps that I need to take in whatever direction that may be. So not to say that like, I don't meditate and I don't evaluate myself at all. I just want to make it clear that I do still do self-evaluation and Mm self-assessment and like reassess with myself, but I think it's Mm -hmm. in a little bit of a different form than yeah. what is considered traditional meditation. No, no, that's 100% right. Because I'd argue that that is definitely still meditating in a way. I think that it's funny that you've had trouble with it because you're actually doing such an advanced practice in it, which is, you know, stepping outside of your own perspective. I think that one of the highest areas of wisdom that you can get to Um, if you're thinking about it destination wise is when you don't become confined to your own shoes anymore you know and you're yeah like for and it looks like that's what you're doing you know a lot of people they spend years doing traditional sitting like buddha position i literally have him right here right this doing this yes (laughs) right there uh to get to that place um because I don't know to me that's the end goal it's like real wisdom and real peace is being a little bit less confined to your specific situation um and where you are physically and all of that like that's where you're trying to get so I think you're already a great meditator actually yay um because if because <laughs> if we take apart meditating um there's a couple of core constituents there's acceptance is the biggest one and I'll go into that more afterward but um there's also being present um there's detaching perspective there's it's just reflecting you know yeah so meditating doesn't have to be sitting like and you can't see my knees but like like this yeah you know it's it's an intentional space created where the context is to reflect and to be present for me I I really struggle with the being present part Mm -hmm. I find whenever I'm in the moments where I'm 
trying to be present. That's when I'm like the least present. And my mind is thinking about something that I did in grade seven. That was embarrassing. (laughs) Or like thinking about all the things I need to do. I just relive every single embarrassing trauma of my life in those moments. And then I'm just like, literally hate myself and I want to just like not be doing it anymore (laughs) I will never be able to have a straight face conversation with you in my life like that it's true it's true I'm literally not kidding like I'll be laying there and then like I'm thinking about like a protein ball recipe and then I'm thinking about the time that my crush like shot me down in like grade six and then like and he shot me down, man. And then he me. started dating my friend. Oh no, I'm sorry. But I'll just like start thinking about the most random things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, me too. I do that as well because a lot of the times when I um establish that I need to sit down and meditate, it's because that my brain, it's because my brain is in that state. Um, mm. so I'd like to propose a technique that was really beneficial for me when I was struggling with that because I have ADD um, and it's really hard for my brain to stay on one thing at once. Uh, So what I was introduced about this because I had, you remember when we talked about my alternative like education experience in new school and I told you about that? Yeah. So what we would do is our teacher was asking us, you know, what are ways, because the classes would be long. They'd be like four, three, four hours long because they'd be once a week only. And he was like, what are ways that I can help make this break that we have in the middle more restorative for you? Because he was the best, biggest freaking angel on the earth that I've ever met. I was going to say, who is this teacher, man? No, like beautiful, like actually top 10 most beautiful people I've ever met like like yeah no I love him I miss him a lot as my teacher because this this is one of the things he taught me this was an English class and he was teaching me these things that I'm talking about in this podcast about meditation you know I hope you're listening sir (laughs) Sir. shout him out I'm kidding (laughs) I literally will his name is Andrew um Andrew yeah and he's the most beautiful person ever but he planted the seed yeah oh my god that's so funny that you say that because I really see him as this big beautiful tree that's really how I see him like a I'm gonna cry (laughs) I know this sounds kind of weird because it's like people are gonna be like she's talking about her teacher but if you guys met him you would know the exact sentiment that I'm describing yeah but basically we would start doing meditation during these breaks sometimes we would do yoga sometimes we do meditation but in the meditation ones he said something once um, when I had my eyes closed and I was really my thoughts were racing and he said think of your mind as a clear blue sky and any thoughts that come in into that space you can visualize them as little white clouds that just float in it's normal Mm. they're there it's a sky there's gonna be clouds when you notice them come in just be like hi you know hello okay it's fine just wave them away they're clouds they're super light you just wave them away peacefully you know gently and they're out as soon as I literally have goosebumps (laughs) (laughs) good I have goosebumps right now (laughs) that's so funny because yeah because it's 
it's I think the reason why you're having that physical reaction to me talking through a process like that is because we're just being like taken back down to the base of it and I think when people you know successfully go through meditation exercises and techniques and practices they feel like themselves again and some people describe feeling reconnected with their inner child um during that time Yeah. yeah so that that makes sense but yeah I thought that was a really great beautiful example just to picture them as clouds because a huge tenet of meditation that you know people don't necessarily know about because we all have this conception that our minds have to be blank um is the fact that the best uh guiders the best people who lead meditations who are the best at what they do they say something along the lines of you know if you're feeling like they take you full through a full body scan and let's say they've identified that you feel anxiety in your head you feel stress in your head you feel tension in your you know, I don't know, on your knees or wherever it is, they always say, just acknowledge it, feel it, but we're not trying to force it away. We're not trying to get rid of it. Just feel it as it Mm -hmm. is, see it like how it is right there within you and try to make peace with it, coexist with it. And the second that you do that, it melts away instantly. It's gone. It's the second that you stop. I feel like it. all of my stresses are literally melting away right now. Just <laughs> like hearing you talk about this. So um, I know that it can be, at least for myself personally, like the thought of just like sitting down and being like, I am going to meditate now is yeah. like so honestly daunting. Like yeah. it's just like, it like literally makes me stress because I'm like, I don't know, how do I, where do I, what do I do? So yeah do you want to do you have like a go-to process or is it kind of different every time like what what do you do like what's the steps yeah 100 percent. the best there is one technique that is like completely goaded for me in meditation it's so good it works every time um and it's called the body scan have you ever heard of that um i have before i think yeah so essentially a full body scan is like the person who is Usually when you, um, if you're like me and you watch meditations, you listen to them on your phone or whatever. Um, I use the Calm app. Uh, The person who's speaking, they're going to take you through each part of your body at once. They're going to start saying, feel your, like, feel your feet, feel the very tips of your toes. Uh. Concentrate your focus on your toes. They're going to say, like, sharpen your attention a little bit, intentionally direct it there. And then they'll ask questions how do they feel? Like, are you sore? Like what? Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. And then they move up. What about your knees? And then they move up. What about like, your yeah. glutes? you know, and they move all the way up. And by the time they're done that process for me, that can be the whole meditation. Like I have achieved yeah. what I needed and I'm calm as hell. Like I'm so relaxed. Um, okay. Yeah, that. Yeah. I've had that before in like a yoga class where mm-hmm. they're like, Oh, like feel like you're pelvic bone like sinking into the floor and like yeah all that kind of stuff that is like a whole nother it's like whatever they're saying I can like instantly like feel like my body's doing it yeah just like it kind of creeps me out but then I have to be like no like don't overthink it because then you're gonna get out of your state 
Like yeah. don't overthink it, just be in it. Like just be okay with it and you can overthink it after it's over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, like, how does that happen? No, that's So you that makes... do like guided meditation. Yes. Um what I did when I started, it was when I was at um a yoga studio and I was there for yoga primarily. I would go like I think twice a week or something. Mm-hmm. Um and this particular instructor, she just chose this at the end of each uh, flow that she did she would do shavasana I hope mm-hmm. that's the right word I, okay yeah. you recognize it okay yeah which was just um, a type of meditation um, and so we would do that at the end for I I can't even that's what's crazy I can't tell you how long the duration of any of them were because so relaxed yeah you're, just, you're you're out of it and like I mentioned this in um I mentioned this in our first episode about mental and physical environments and different environments where at a certain point after like a year and a half of doing it or something like that, um, I would start doing what you were doing. I would dissociate from my body where yeah. it was. And, you know, and I, I do want to give a disclaimer. I know this sounds a little bit like woo woo, like too much for some people. It sounds yeah. like it's okay. It's fine. I just want to acknowledge that I know that it sounds that way and it's okay. Try to yeah. take from it what you will. Um, but yeah, I would totally dissociate from my body and I would go to a place that I built in my mind instead, which I described to you then yeah. it was that like clearing that like spot in the forest there for yeah. me. Um, but yeah, body scan is definitely, I think, anyone's way to go, but especially a beginner's way to go because it's teaching you how to direct your attention and your focus, you know, like something that I really love is when they move from one part to another, they say, like, okay, good. Now soften your attention. Like they're saying, like soften it. Oh, and then we're gonna yeah. move, you know, and then feel it like feel the energy like spiraling up around yeah. your your calf and up to here. Now try to like it's it's exactly what you described because you're like, I didn't feel any of these sensations in my body before. But that's mm-hmm. an extremely powerful part of meditation. It just has to be brought to your attention. And you can yeah. either do that for yourself or which, you know, definitely for someone who's starting out an instructor, which can be free, like on YouTube or whatever, can do that for you. Yeah, I think that's really valuable because a lot of people don't know where to start. Like so many people want to do these things, but so many people just don't know where to start or like they just they do like one youtube video and they're like this is like freaking weird voodoo whatever like (laughs) granola stuff (laughs) and then they're just like turned off by the idea of it but i really like how you're saying like meditation like it's not like one structured like thing of this is how it is and this is what you do and this is what you need to feel like meditation comes in many forms and there's many different purposes for it. So it's about trial and error of finding what works for you. I kind of sound like a hypocrite saying that because mm-hmm. I gave up on it. But maybe after this, I will try again. And I will try to do a body scan guided meditation. Maybe I'll do that tonight, actually. And I'll let you know how it goes. The thing, though, about you that I do have to acknowledge is that you journal on a regular basis, right? yeah you meditate on a regular basis then you're reflecting and you're being introspective you're meditating that's true that is true 
it like I'm literally gonna sound like a crazy person but I like talk to myself like out loud probably more than I should <laughs> like too. I don't know if, I don't know if you've seen that TikTok of that guy who's like looking in the mirror and he's like me after just talking to myself and having <laughs> full-on conversations for three hours realizing that I'm showing significant signs of mental illness and I'm like <laughs> I think that I'm like literally like I don't know but I will have full-on debates conversations assessments with yeah. myself like yeah. out loud not in my head like I'm literally I'm talking from both sides I'm asking a question I'm answering it I'm arguing with myself I'm bringing out both both sides like <laughs> I literally talk to myself probably too much but I think that's why I'm able to find a lot of like clarity in a lot of things without having to like sit down and like specifically devote the time to do that because I'm kind of doing it throughout my entire day just yeah. without really realizing that I'm doing it yeah and and something that I'd like to ask you is have you noticed that that's when you feel the happiest and the most at home with yourself I mean and it's okay if it's a no when I feel the happiest is usually not when I'm doing that it's usually when I'm like having my like self-care time in like a relaxing bath or reading or like watching a comfort show or like on a walk or at the gym or something like that Mm -hmm. when I'm actively assessing my situation and what's going on whether it's negative or positive I kind of don't really feel anything because I'm dissociating from my emotions in order to assess the situation for what it really is because I am personally I get so caught up in my emotions I am an extremely emotional person, as you know. <laughs> I get very caught up in my emotions, good emotions and like sad or like bad emotions. Mm-hmm. So when I am doing these self-reflections and assessing myself, I I can't be feeling emotional because it will like guide me into whatever way like my emotions are like swaying me, which is not always the best thing for you mm-hmm. so I really I honestly like I don't know how I do it I kind of just like turn it off and I'm like no I'm gonna be therapist joy for joy right now yeah and I just like turn it off I dissociate from my emotions and I literally just look at the facts of like what's actually happening and like I do think like oh like how is it making me feel how do I want to feel but I'm not feeling those emotions in the moment when I'm like actively doing that self-assessment, if that makes any sense at all. That's so sick. No, I mean, I'm, I'm super glad to hear that what you confirmed is when you are happiest and at home or with yourself is also when you're just by yourself with yourself, but you're just doing more of reflection in that specific context. I mean, look, yeah. I do that too. Every time that I happen to be home alone for some reason, it's not often, I'm having debates I'm having conversations and it sounds crazy. Like if you were outside of the room, you just hear in and out, talking, silence, hysterical laughter, jumping, mm-hmm. like all of this shit. Yeah. Like seriously, I know, like yeah. I, I do the same thing. Um, but yeah, in that context of reflection and when it's the best to uh, how you feel when you're doing that, I think you can achieve 
something similar in meditation to bring it back, um, which is that again, it doesn't have to be you doing what we're talking about, dissociating and you know, you're having these crazy realizations and it's deep and all of this. It can literally just be, I'm in this room by myself in my head right now. You know, maybe I'm thinking how I wanna handle a certain situation. Maybe I need advice from like literally yourself about how to deal with something like it it can just be like that that you're describing. Yeah, I I want to make like a quick disclaimer. Um dissociating is not a healthy coping mechanism for things. Yeah. I'm not saying to actively practice dissociation. I struggled with that for a very long time. I was like dissociating from my life and my mental state for like literally almost an entire year. Mm-hmm. Um I'm not saying that I'm just saying in those moments of self-assessment, I need to dissociate from my emotions in order to make a proper unbiased assessment of myself. I just want to really put that disclaimer out there. We are not saying to actively practice dissociation on a regular basis in order to like deal with the things going on in your life. <laughs> no, you're 100% right. And I should have mentioned this, but I'm glad that you did so that I could know to mention it. Um, when I would go to that space, um, when I'm talking about when I was at my yoga studio and I would go to a different physical space, which I don't do anymore, um, I was going through the most trauma in my life at that point. Obviously, yeah. I was dissociating and I didn't want to be there. Is that something that healthy yeah. people do? Not necessarily. So it's, yeah, it's so hard though because it's not healthy to do that but your brain actually like we'll probably talk about this in a later episode but your brain literally does that on purpose in order to protect you from trauma and super traumatic negative emotions so your brain will cause you to dissociate because it thinks that it is protecting you like you're like a little vulnerable baby but it's not good for you it is in that moment protecting you but it's putting a shield up and it's not properly feeling the emotions and going through them so it can be very difficult because you will lean towards dissociation sometimes in times Mm -hmm. of like emotional trauma and stuff like that but you just need to be again like we said in the last episode you need to be smarter than your own brain you need to be Mm -hmm. one step ahead of yourself and you need to know why your brain is doing these things because if you can understand that then you can prevent it from becoming an issue Mm -hmm. yeah for sure and it's such an important little notice uh to put up there because you and I we've both dealt with really bad things and we've both been through that experience of dissociating we understand why we did it and why it's good or not but it's important Mm -hmm. for other people who haven't dealt with that to say that for sure and yeah in the same vein there's another side of it um where you don't necessarily have to be dissociating to go to you know a different because it's it's instead of going to a different place the healthy way of doing this is going to a different state um and relaxing yourself more and stuff you know like me i find i have the best meditation when I can um, dissociate in a sensory way, not in a mental way, yeah. you know? So I like meditating in the bath. 
Um, I put Epsom salt in there. So I like float mm. a little bit and I kind of build myself a sensory deprivation tank. I was um, going to say like those, yeah. those water tanks that some spas have, yeah. that would literally be my biggest nightmare. I don't know <laughs> if you guys know what we're talking about. It looks like a giant egg and it's yeah. filled with water and then they close the lid on you and you're just in pitch black floating in salt water for like an hour with your yeah. thoughts yeah for some people that would be so relaxing for me that's my literal nightmare I would be having a freaking panic attack and like busting my way out of that freaking egg yeah no no for sure I know I can see how you would like it at all I like knew that. I would it. be freaking out <laughs> that would I would be like literally like drowning like I'd be freaking out hyperventilating like again thinking about every single mistake I've ever made in my entire life <laughs> like I that is not no that is not a good situation for uh, me to ever be in but I do understand how it can be very relaxing and yeah. serene for people because even like my best friend Charlie she has done them before no way and she loves it I'm pretty sure she has I'm pretty sure she told me that she did go in one of them before hers was like kind of for her muscles and stuff cool being in the like Epsom salt water uh-huh. but yeah it, it for some people it works for some people it really would not <laughs> I know but I kind of love that the- you like do a little at-home version of that well, yeah, look, I mean, it's, it's this is also something we mentioned in our last episode about self-care and how self-care used to be something that was really just for the luxurious, for the super wealthy. Um, you know, not everyone can can go to spas and go in sensory deprivation t- tanks. I kind of offset that by making it with a bath at my house, yeah. but not everyone even has a bath. So, you know, again, if you want to engage in this type of meditation, um, but you don't have a bath, and you don't have you know any of these other things we're talking about you can do the body scan for that too the body scan you could even do like a like a wet like hot face cloth and just like lay it over your face yeah yeah yeah. while you're like doing the meditation yeah exactly like obviously like you have one of your like like your mouth or nose is like uncovered or else you're just what is that called they do that in the crime movies you're just like washboarding or waterboarding yourself what is it called you know what I'm talking about? Um, waterboarding is like when, yeah, I think waterboarding yeah. is like when you're like drowning. <laughs> yeah, they like when they're like torturing people, they put like a wet like towel or something over their face so that they can't breathe because of it. It's like something like that. Oh my gosh, what? I didn't know yeah. that. Okay, don't do that, guys. <laughs> okay, guys. Don't I, didn't, do that. I, didn't, I didn't know that. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like super peaceful and calming oh. and you're like that's how they torture people and kill yeah. them I know, don't so do t- that make sure there's an air hole I'm not responsible for anything that happens <laughs> Joy is really not lying right now this all. is going to be played in court <laughs> dude that's too funny um but yeah it's like it's all to say we didn't have to go into the torture techniques I guess but it's all to say like there's a lot of different ways to um get that different sensory experience that some people look for for meditation so that's basically it yeah I love it 
Yeah. Thank you so much for like sharing all that. I know that um, meditation and being in that spot, like it's very personal for a lot of people. And like, I know like some people don't like to like talk about it and share it because it is like that deeply personal to them. So thank you for sharing that and sharing all of your little techniques and tricks and how it feels for you. Do you have anything else that you want to share about Um, it? I mean, I would say one last thing that I could talk about for a while, but just quickly because it's important. Um, There is this big, big mistake. I think it's one of the biggest mistakes that anyone makes, everyone makes in life. Um, And it's that they are living too much in their past or in their head compared to where they should be, which is right now, um, which is the present. So I think that when we're talking about meditation, (laughs) Um, yeah, I think that while we're talking about that in the context of meditation, if you're someone who struggles with being in the past too much and you really just need to be, or even, you know, everyone always focuses on the past as the thing that you should be trying to get out of. You can be doing that for the future as well. Anxiety is just anticipative fear right of Mm -hmm. the future so you don't want to be too much in the past or in the future you want to be thinking about the future but you want to be working toward it right now where you are yeah um in the present so just quickly because it does tie in with meditation if you're someone who struggles with that you can train in this in a really deep and effective capacity i think with meditation you know you can really use it to be present um to ground yourself and i think that's the the only really important um, note that I would make about that, just because it's something that I see almost everyone that I know suffer from, like myself included. So you can really use meditation. Yeah. Yeah. For that. yeah. Um, going like piggybacking on that, just with like being in the past and the anxiety of the future and all that kind of stuff. I think that when you're meditating, it, can be something that really makes you self-aware of the fact that you are a small part of something so much larger yeah and that like yes everybody has their own stuff that's going on but in the grand grand scheme of things like you are such a small little grain that's a part of something that's so much bigger not to say that you are not important or that your problems aren't real problems, but I'm just saying that it can be comforting knowing that you are just a part of something that is so much bigger than yourself yeah. and that you are okay and everything's going to be okay and you're still going to wake up tomorrow morning and the next day and hopefully the next day. Hopefully. And, well, I was going to say in the next day and the next day, but then I was like, I mean, I guess we never really know, but oh like- God as of right now, like to comfort yourself, you are going to wake up tomorrow. You're going to be fine. You're going to have your favorite meal again. You're going to see your friends again. You're going to laugh again. You're going to have good times and you're going to have bad times. And it's all just a part of something that is so much bigger than yourself. And just don't spend so much time questioning it. Yeah. And just be a part of it. That's a beautiful advice. You know, I think a lot of people, they take that and they see that situation and they just feel anxiety from it or they really don't like it they feel negative emotions about how they're just really a small cog in this ginormous astronomically sized clock i want to challenge that perspective and ask you to think about it this way um 
you are, yes, a tiny microscopic part in an incredibly large and vast community. We're all in the same situation. We're all here together in your home. You're where you're supposed to be and you are what you're supposed to be. And the way that, you know, you choose to act on that and perceive that, that's what's going to make everything. It's going to make everything for you. You know, that's the part that is up to you because we get so caught up in like, oh, well, if it were up to me, I would do this, or I wish it was like this, or I wish I was born here, or like whatever. We're part of something that's so much bigger, but the part that is up to you is your perspective and the way that you are choosing to perceive things and go about your day-to-day life with that. So I feel like you can really find comfort in that, in knowing that that is the area that you are in control of. So just try to control that area. You get it. You 100% get it. That's the thing. You find comfort in it and then you see in that situation that the control is actually yours you know you are like I don't even know if you can say an atom an atom is too big compared to what you are in the universe um but you are part of the universe you're part of the whole world and uh, the whole world is you at the same time we're all part of it we're all we're all here together. We're all doing the same thing day in and day out. We're all waking up. We're all having showers. We're all eating breakfast. Yeah. We're all stressed out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like you're not alone. Yeah. And you can either choose to go to others for support for that, or you can offer support to others for that. But the the story of it is that we're all in the same situation. Um, you know, something like meditation allows you to be mindful about that. I think, you know, start, start focusing on the ways that you're important instead, you know, like start using this. If this is a tool that'll work for you, start focusing on like that example we just gave. It's such a glass half empty, glass half full situation. Yeah. You know, just, I think trying to identify the ways in which you bring value to the world will really make you more at peace with yourself and respect yourself more to be able to go on these ventures of meditation and self-acceptance and all that kind of stuff yeah and like you know something crazy too is when you acknowledge and you see your power and your agency um that's the second that it's in your hand and you can actually use it right mm-hmm. so that's something that's super important too so it's all this is um this is all the topic of mindfulness, you know? So it all goes together. Meditation, whether you want to do all these things with, you know, perspective challenging, which I think is the quickest way to, to wisdom and to peace and enlightenment in your life. Yeah. If you choose to do that through meditation, I think it's a really great tool all in all, basically to answer your questions. Um, if not though, just know that you can, there's a million other ways to do it. Joy journals to introspect and to reflect she does it in a lot of different ways I sit down and I meditate I also journal I like I draw and I paint or I do whatever I do that with images to like work Mm -hmm. out what I'm feeling and stuff you can do it in any way that you want but the world is yours like it's up to you it doesn't matter how you're doing it it just matters that you're doing it yeah exactly yeah that was so beautiful thank you so much for sharing all of that you're so beautiful the fuck (laughs) (laughs) my bad like basically oh my god (laughs) 
I wanted to mention to you guys, if um, if you like this, because we actually did this mini episode about meditation um, on request from someone who listened to the first episode and we mentioned it super briefly. Um, someone said that was super cool. Can you talk more about that? So if you guys want to hear more about meditation, mindfulness, this kind of topic in general, um, you know, we're still super open to what you want to hear like that's our goal is supporting yeah. you uh so seriously anyone who's uh who's listening you could send joy and i um a message any way that you yes. want and let us know basically yes i would love that mm-hmm. and yeah we also like we want to hear your feedback like i want to hear how things touched you or what they led you to thinking about and all that kind of stuff because that like really makes all of this like even that much more rewarding than it already is is actually getting that like feedback from people yeah guys like the reason we started this um you know we're both we both learned so much valuable information in every context you can imagine professional academic personal research every context Mm -hmm. and you know, the reason why we're doing this beyond coaching people, which we already do, is we're like, this information was so valuable and was so integral in making our lives, you know, the most, the best version that it can be and that we're still working towards. We want to share that mm-hmm. with people. So if you let us know what you need to hear about and feedback and how we can support yeah. you, that is quite literally the reason why we're doing it. So yeah, just, we will provide that. Yeah, do not do not hesitate at all. Um, but yeah, I think, I think, uh, I think that's the base of it. I think we've covered what we wanted to discuss today. Yay. All right. Another <laughs> perfect episode. Um, as always, there probably won't be a blog post for this podcast. It was supposed to be a mini, but it ended up being like 45 minutes. That's fine. I could talk about this forever. Yeah. Um, yeah. But as always, all of our links and our socials will be down in the description for you Mm -hmm. to go and find our other platforms and maybe check out our website and learn more about our coaching process if you want to do that. Um, And yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say. Yeah, no, thank you so much for being in the space with us today, guys. Take a deep breath. Remember, you're in the right place at the right time. Just choose how you move forward. Um, and that's it. Super excited to uh, enter the space with you guys again next time. And I hope that uh, everyone has a beautiful day. Take care of yourselves. Have a beautiful Wednesday. (laughs) Bye.